Artificial intelligence as a technology appears to be reaching critical mass, with analysts predicting double-digit growth rates over the next several years. The question for government is whether they can deploy AI in an ethical manner. Researchers at IDC have put together an AI ethics roadmap, if you will, for public sector entities. Joining me with highlights, IDC Government Insights Research Director Adelaide O'Brien. Ms. O'Brien, good to have you on. Thank you, Tom. So nice to be here today. Give us the picture of AI as a growth market. IDC is looking at global worldwide forecasts, and you know we predict it through 2021. Revenue in all sectors of the economy will be more than $52 billion. So that's a really nice growth rate, as you've indicated. Uh, We know that government is one of the industries that's driving this growth. And, you know, we see every day at the federal level um, more and more applications for AI. Uh, We know that agencies are using AI uh, for customer service agents to help them there, intelligent processing automation, Uh, We know oftentimes agencies are using it, especially the defense agencies, for predictive maintenance. So we believe that AI will really become pervasively used in government, and that's why uh, we believe that having a roadmap for responsible and ethical AI is so important. And explain what ethical AI is or how ethics applies to AI, because I think most people understand computing technologies to be just machines that are neutral. Let me give you a little bit of background, and then I'll give you our definition of what ethical and AI includes. So as it's proliferating, we know that AI is going to be deployed for mission critical in in really everyday government operations. And so it's going to start assisting agencies in, in making decisions that are going to have a significant impact on almost every aspect of individuals' lives. So, you know, that's a good thing. It's helping government employees move from low value to high value work, all part of the president's management agenda. But there's also technical challenges in machine learning. And, you know, there can be errors such as false positives that can trigger automated actions or other events. Um, And also, you know, AI can have embedded algorithmic or data bias in sensitive areas. And this is particularly true regarding gender, race, class, or age. And, and you might wonder, well, how did that bias get there? Well, we as humans have some level of bias in all of our everyday decisions. And machine learning is basically trained by humans. So these biases then may be inherently or inadvertently built into the machine-based systems. And the other thing is, you know, these, these machine learning, these AI systems can start to entrench bias if the learning is based on unlimited demographic information or, or such things as maybe a limited data set or even a preponderance of historical data that really doesn't reflect today's reality so that the machine sure. trained, you know, on the historical data. And in a case like that, it might be, you know, training the machine if you gave it the historical data of who are doctors and who are nurses the machine might conclude men are doctors and women are nurses. So it's possible to have what might be an algorithm that works perfectly and objectively in one situation, but in another situation, based on the wrong data sets, then it could produce bias in the new situation. That's true. And so, you know, having the right data sets and having enough data to train the machine is very, very, very important. And the other thing that that we think agencies should consider is maybe weighting the data so that if the historical data doesn't reflect 
you know, today's realities, don't, don't weight that as much. So there's things that agencies can start to do now as they're testing and starting to deploy AI systems that, that can actually help them then have a much more responsible and ethical use of AI. And we define that as protecting individuals from harm based on data bias or unintended correlation of PII. That's, that's another area, even when using anonymous data. So, you know, training on the right data, using lots of data, weighting the data, uh, and using the right algorithm are all part of, of having a very responsible AI system. We're speaking with Adelaide O'Brien, Research Director at IDC Government Insights. And if you install an algorithm and apply it to a program and feed data to it, how do you know whether you're getting objective results versus biased results? Well, so there's a couple of steps that we recommend that agencies take. And it, it, it basically, the first step is not very glamorous, Tom. It starts with basic data management practices. And, you know, that means governance practices, ensuring that you've got access to all the information you need, make sure that, you, you know, you've got a good data foundation, um, making sure you have processes in place to document your sources. That's so important, too, because you want to make sure that, you know, you've got veracity in the data. Are you labeling and organizing your files? Are you addressing issues uh, with the regard to the integration of data from very different sources? So that's kind of a, a very basic set of skills that we recommend agencies do. We recommended that as agencies were starting to use big data because of the volume of data there as well. And then another step that agencies can do is, is, is make sure they have diversity in data. Um, you know, and this is typically as you're looking to support whole, very holistically constituents and citizens' needs. So understand all the different aspects and start to train the machine on that. Um, another thing that's really important is be very transparent. Um, and, and we believe agencies should be communicating the steps that they're using um, in the AI processes. And that transparency can really help garner acceptance, say, internally within the agency um, so that the workers understand, you know, what role the machine learning is doing. And what we've seen so far is, is there's been an acceptance, you know, uh, in the agency to have decided to give some of the more mundane tasks uh, to, the, uh, to the machine learning and to use it for intelligent processing. Um, you know, could a bot do that is the type of thing that will really garner success there. What about the ability to audit what the algorithm is doing? We really encourage agencies, make sure that all of your practices are explainable. And, you know, when you're working with vendors and you're working with their data scientists, make sure that you don't have this, quote, black box, oh, the machine did it, right, or the machine recommended it. So, you know, make sure that you understand and that the decision makers and the agencies know what databases did you use to train the machine, which databases maybe did you choose not to, and, you know, were they weighted in any way? What algorithms uh, did you select uh, to train the machine, and did you test for bias? And so that's a very important part of it. How do you test for bias? Testing for bias can involve human-centered design thinking as you think about the personas of the constituents that you want to help with this AI decision. And then the other thing that we think is so important is when you're onboarding a new employee, you wouldn't just give them a PC and say go. Um, treat your, your machine learning and your AI 
just like you would a new employee. You know, train them. Make sure they understand, you know, what their job is. Uh, have performance reviews on them to measure and see how accurate they are in their recommendations. Test some of their recommended actions uh, for outcomes to make sure there aren't unintended outcomes um, in the actions that they recommend. So there's a lot of governance and policy and good data management practices that agencies can, can take to start to to, to take a look and test it and make sure that they're not making decisions uh, that are not responsible and that may have bias in them. And when dealing with contractors who build a lot of these systems, what should some of the basic requirements be to make sure that you get that kind of system that is transparent and auditable? It's almost the same recommendations, you know, select contractors that, that do have an ethical legal and and understand the social implications of AI, as well as those who are developing all kinds of techniques and tools um, to test for fairness in their AI systems, to, to test to make sure that their systems are responsible. And, and this is really important. It, so the, the vendors should not only understand the, the agency mission, uh, if the vendors also have good human design practices, that's another area that can help government. And they really need to have deep expertise in, in this design thinking. And, and we think that's critical because when you think about AI algorithms, they compute, but they don't really think. And they're only useful when, when they're designed properly. And this is, you know, has to be the humans, the data scientists designing them to fit the mission purpose. So, you know, work closely with your mission partners here. It's basically, and I'll borrow this concept from uh, Tony Scott, it's a team sport, right? So within an agency, it's, it's everyone's job to have responsible and ethical AI. And it starts with the agency leadership. They need to establish the policies and the culture in the agency um, that, that respects this very, very powerful technology, but also understands its limitations. And then everyone else in the agency needs to follow suit, the domain experts, the line of business, the CIO, inspector generals, you know, so it, it's not just about the data scientists. This is really an agency responsibility to be designing responsible and ethical AI. Adelaide O'Brien is Research Director at IDC Government Insights. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. We'll have a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. All I want for Christmas is a DWI. Yeah, said no one ever. Impaired driving kills the holiday spirit. Drive sober, drive smart. Extra enforcement now on Minnesota roads. A message from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety.